0: Well, hello, hello again, everybody, and welcome to Friday, June 9th edition of Husker Hurry Up produced by Inside Nebraska. I am your host, Jeff Ekstrom, and thank you so much for joining me for another, another edition of Husker Hurry Up. This is your guide to news analysis and other tidbits as we get you caught up and prepared for everything that's going on in Nebraska athletics. And we got a Busy one today. Plenty of news, commitment news, Big Ten schedule, volleyball, and even some Huskers elected to Nebraska's Athletic Hall of Fame. All that and more coming on this edition of Husker. Hurry up. So let's get right into it. The big leading news today, Thursday evening, the Huskers received their eighth commit of the 2024 class, and that came in the form of... Defensive back Mario Buford-Heraldine from DeSoto, Texas. He is a three-star, standing at 5'11", 168. Pounds. He is the brother of current Husker Marquise Buford. Uh, don't know exactly how much they're going to see each other on the field, but uh, the Huskers did nab his commitment Thursday night. Buford has been to Lincoln multiple times over the past year and has very outwardly said uh, expressed his interest to Nebraska and considering his brother is here playing and made his commitment um a good one for Nebraska to grab but I'm not going I'm not going to go too much into it because guess what we have a senior recruiting analyst just for that and that is Greg Smith who broke down what this commitment means for Nebraska and its 2024 class as a whole
1: Hello, Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst at Inside Nebraska here, and today the Husker got good news as three-star defensive back Mario Buford from DeSoto High School in Texas committed to the team. Here are my quick three thoughts on the news. First things first, man, the family atmosphere is really what reeled in Mario into this class. Uh, He had a great official visit this past weekend to Nebraska and Lincoln, and he had this to say about that visit to us here at Inside Nebraska. Quote, When they came in, the new staff, they made it apparent that no matter if you're a walk-on or if you're the star QB, you're going to be treated the same. You're going to be treated as part of the family and not less or more. They definitely show they really care for their players and really want to see them succeed. Even if it's not in football, they want them to succeed in every aspect of life. So I definitely enjoyed that. Now, one of the things that definitely helps that family atmosphere is the amount of Texas natives that Nebraska has on the staff, the amount of people that have t- uh, ties to the state of Texas on the staff, and then the number of Texas players that are coming in, whether it was, you know, I think it was five of them on official visits uh, this past weekend, along with Buford, or the the handful of Texans that were in last year's recruiting class and are already in this one as well. That definitely keeps things going to get that family feeling, feeling that familiar feeling uh, for Mario Buford. The second thing is that the coaching staff did a really good job of making Mario feel special on his own. You know, it, it would have been really easy to rest on the fact that his brother Marquise is on the team already and is a starter at safety, uh, bar- providing good health uh, as he's working through a knee issue right now. Um, but they could have rested on his brother being on the team and really just thought, hey, we've got this one in the bag. But Nebraska didn't really do that. They they laid out a clear plan led by Coach Matt Rule and defensive backs coach Evan Cooper to really lay out for Mario what the plan would be for him and Lincoln, why he was special to them, why he was a priority for this Nebraska staff, and that really won the day for Buford in the end. And the third thing is, is what Nebraska's getting on the field here, I think is a really underrated football player. He's a versatile playmaker, Mario is. Um, I think he can be a true cornerback in Tony White's 335 defense, or he can be a guy that really moves around and plays um, a lot of different spots on that back end. Another one of those chess pieces, if you will. You'll notice that there's definitely a, a consistent theme with the defensive backs that Nebraska likes in this cycle. They are long, they are athletic, and they are versatile players. Mario Buford checks all those boxes and then some. Uh, You watch him on film, he is definitely not afraid to throw his body around. He told me he was watching some film with the defensive coaches and noticed that they like to blitz those guys from that back end, Uh, and he's definitely excited for that. And he's got that that swag factor, right, that it factor that those defensive backs tend to have uh, when they play back there as well. He's definitely a welcome addition to the 2024 recruiting class and a future black shirt. That's going to do it for us here at Inside Nebraska's YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video and subscribe to the channel so you can get these videos directly into your feed. Also, pop over to InsideNebraska.com. We'll have you covered on this recruitment and more as it's a busy June uh, ahead for Nebraska football recruiting.
0: That was our senior recruiting analyst, Greg Smith, evaluating the commitment of Mario Buford, the eighth commit of the 2024 class. But I guess the only question I have then for Mario is, What's it game to be like to play with his brother, Marquise? Mario was asked that question by Greg himself, and Buford gave a pretty insightful answer.
1: Oh, I don't think I'm gonna ever be on the field with my brother because I, I really don't want to be on the field with my brother because like, <laughs> if, if I am, and that mean he's not in the league. I'm like, what you doing, bro? You gotta go. But man, if we get to play on the same, hey, we get to play on the same field. That would be, that definitely be
0: like something. <laughs> The second biggest news of the day the Big Ten Conference announced on Thursday afternoon the 2024 and 2025 conference schedule. Of course, UCLA and USC are new members starting in 2024, and the Big Ten has been very deliberate, and they've been planning this for a while in terms of how and what kind of format they would implement with two new teams to make the Big Ten a 16-team league, and they officially named it the Flex Protect Plus model, where there will be no divisions. 16 teams, no divisions. The top two overall records will partake in the Big Ten championship each year Uh, additionally each school will play nine conference games a season unlike the sec who a couple weeks ago announced they would only play eight games but in the big 10 they will play nine games conference games a season and each team will play every other conference opponent at least twice once at home and once away in a four-year period. But a big thing about this model is that they went out to make sure they wanted to protect some of these Big Ten rivalries with these two teams, uh, UCLA and USC, joining the league. I and mean, let's run down those 11 protected rivalries. The only one involving Nebraska is Iowa And the Huskers, the one expected to. So that means Nebraska is going to get a pretty daunting schedule just because they have so much room on their schedule to fill uh, since they only have one of those guaranteed conference games um, to play in. But here are the other 11 protected rivalries. That includes Illinois Northwestern, Illinois Purdue, Indiana Purdue, Iowa Minnesota, Iowa Nebraska, Iowa Wisconsin, Maryland Rutgers, Michigan-Michigan State, Michigan-Ohio State, Minnesota-Wisconsin, and UCLA and USC. Diving into the Huskers' schedule for 2024, Nebraska will play four home games and five on the road. Nebraska will host Indiana, Michigan State, Minnesota, and Wisconsin for their home slate. And Nebraska will travel to Iowa, Northwestern, Penn State, Purdue, and all the way out to California to take on UCLA. The game dates for the 2024 schedule will be announced on a later date. And then for 2025, those amount of games are flipped. So Nebraska will have five home games, and that includes Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Rutgers, and UCLA. While Nebraska will travel to Maryland, Minnesota, Ohio State, and USC so the Huskers getting the new uh, members of the Big 10 in the first 2 seasons up next on the agenda uh, it was released on Wednesday five athletes and one head coach was named to the 2023 Nebraska Athletics Hall of Fame that was announced by the university it is a loaded class with a bunch of great athletes let's run it down with you really quick first is Lori Endicott she played volleyball for Nebraska from 1985 through 1988 Tommy Frazier national championship winning quarterback and that name rings a lot of bells he was the quarterback from 1992 through 1995. Emily Parsons, women's gymnastics from 2005 through 2008. Tolly Thompson, wrestling team, 1993 through 1997. Brittany Timko, soccer, 2003 through 2006. And the recently retired men's and women's track and field head coach, Gary Pepin, were announced as the class of 2023. And it's a pretty good class. They combined to win two team national championships in one individual national title while earning 18 All-America awards. Pepin, being the only coach, guided Nebraska to three national championships as the Huskers head coach, and his athletes combined for 59 Individual national titles in 639 All-America accolades. This class will be permanently enshrined on a granite plaque with the names of the six members added to the University of Nebraska Athletics Hall of Fame Plaza. And here is a quote from Vice Chancellor and Director of Athletics Trev Alberts: "quote We are honored to recognize the achievements of these elite individuals, and we look forward to celebrating their accomplishments as we deck them into the University of Nebraska Athletics Hall of Fame this fall." The five student-athletes had a tremendous impact on the University of Nebraska and deserve to be recognized for their contributions as Cornhuskers. We are also excited to honor Coach Pepin, who served more student-athletes than any other coach in the history of Nebraska athletics and has an unmatched resume as one of the greatest track and field coaches in NCAA history." Nebraska Volleyball continued its fun trip down in Brazil and wrapped up its playing schedule after a couple of more games this week. While they are down in Sao Paulo for the first half of their trip, they went 3 0 in their tournament there, taking on some teams from the Super Volleyball League down in Brazil. Uh, but earlier this week, they traveled down to Rio de Janeiro and took a step up in competition, taking on a couple of national teams, and their first match was on Tuesday. They took care of business against the Brazil U21 national team by a score of 4-1. The Huskers took the first three sets of the match, 25-21, 25-18, and 25-20, but both teams decided to play the full five sets where Nebraska took the fourth, 27-25, before Brazil earned its first win of the match with the 16-14 fifth set win freshman outside hitter harper murray led all with 13 kills four service aces in two blocks merrick beeson chipped in 12 kills and one ace while middle blocker becca alex slammed down nine kills with two blocks and on the next day they responded with another win uh, against the brazil military selection team on wednesday but that team probably a little tougher than the u21 because that featured both current and former brazil national team members but it was a comeback victory for NU. The Huskers took came out and took on and won the first set 25-23, but fell behind after 27-25 and 25-16 losses to Brazil. But in the fourth set, they came back to win at 25-19, including a set-ending ace by Bergen Riley. In the fifth set, Nebraska came out firing with a 6-2 lead thanks to a kill and a pair of blocks from Alec. Fellow middle blocker and freshman Andy Jackson came through with a pair of blocks to push the lead up to 11-6, where the Huskers would eventually close it out 15-10 to lock up the 3-2 win and end their trip at 5-0 in Brazil. In that long match, uh, it was Beeson recorded a team-high 16 kills and 14 digs, while Murray was right behind her teammate with 15 kills. Alec recorded 10 kills and 5 blocks, while Bergen-Riley... The star freshman who's competing with junior Kennedy Or for the setter spot, she was in that five-set match, played the entire time, and finished with 51 assists with six digs and five blocks. As uh, mentioned before, it was the last match of the trip, and now the team will train with the U19 Brazilian national team in, in the, the next couple days. But otherwise, uh, the back half of the trip is more for relaxation um, and, tr- and uh, tours. Of different places for one of the nebraska volleyball team as they are due back uh home in lincoln on wednesday june 14th and to wrap up the show as always our inside nebraska spotlight as mentioned before greg smith was there for every step of mario buford's commitment and he got the glow down from buford himself um and his three takeaways, you already listened to that from today, but if you want more from Greg, he has that already out. If you're listening to this right now, he has everything you need to know about the commitment of Mario Buford. But that wasn't the only thing that Greg was up to this week. As on Wednesday, he released his recruiting question of the week as he broke down the crowded 2024 defensive back hotboard for the Huskers. So very relevant to the commitment of Buford, Our lead football writer Steve Mark was also hot on the recruiting trail this week as he spoke with 2024 defensive back outside linebacker Braylon Prude, the Texas native Heralds from Shadow Creek area in Houston uh, with Nebraska making the first division one offer to the 2024 prospect. Otherwise, he had offers from FCS and Division II programs, but Nebraska being the first Division I to pop in there for his services. And then lastly, our fearless leader and inside Nebraska publisher, Zach Carpenter, uh, released his mailbag, weekly mailbag, this morning on Friday. So make sure to go check that out as he recaps his first year on the Nebraska beat. You're not going to want to miss it. Plus, Zach started a three-question opponent preview series this week as he took a look at minnesota on tuesday and then released colorado that's gonna wrap up everything from this edition of husker hurry up i have been your host jeff ekstrom we are everywhere that you want to find us you can go to our online site to check out every single piece of content that we have nebraska.rivals.com but we are very uh, active on twitter at nebraska rivals and then also on youtube at inside nebraska thank you so much everyone for joining me i've been your host jeff Exum, and we will talk to you on monday